0: Austin Steam was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. Right now. If you ain't ready for a fight, go ahead and go home. Because that's what this is be for four yeah. A fight. We always win when we fight together. That's how winning is done. Now get out there and do it to me. Pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's a game at the buzzer. Hold on, wait a minute.
1: minute. Y'all thought I was finished. Oh. When I would have asked tomorrow, y'all thought it was rainy. Yeah. Flexing on... E-
2: Let's go We live It's a Friday football fix how we do in South Jersey all over the world because I know the millions and millions of loyal listeners of the fix are streaming wherever you may be. We got a busy show for you, man, and we're gonna keep it locked and loaded all the way up until 1 a.m. because that's how we do. Week two coming to an end right here on the Fix, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. 10:30 Johnny Mac, J Mac, John McMullen, the best NFL Eagles insider, the only Eagles insider you need to be listening to. And you know where you can find this man? There's only one place you can find this man right here on the fix every single night ten thirty, and on Fridays we have a little bit of an extended segment not extending the play which you can listen to every Saturday from 10 a.m to 11 a.m John McMullen's own show John gives us his prediction on the Eagles game we go through some player props as it relates to what he's seen in practice throughout the week because John's there every day, obviously with COVID and the pandemic. It's a little bit different now for the media members that follow the team, but John's exclusive. John's VIP. And we only provide the VIP access right here on the fix. So that's coming up just a little bit. The Miami Heat up by seven at halftime against the Boston Celtics. I gave you my pick last night. Miami plus three and a half. It's, it's literally comical that every single game, Miami's three-point underdogs. Every single game. They have not been favorite once in this series. And the spread and line every single game, depending on where you're looking, is between two-and-a-half and, and three-and-a-half. Just lock it up. And I'm an idiot because my NBA picks were on fire going into game four of the Eastern Conference Finals. I think I had like a six-and-one record. And I picked Miami to represent the Eastern Conference before the playoffs even began. When all of you losers were still sold on Giannis the Greek freak and the Bucks to come out of the East. And I told you my thoughts about Giannis. Not a good basketball player. Yep, I said it. Hot take. Three minutes into the show. Dude's a stud. He's a freak athlete. But when the game slows down, postseason ball is a different type of ball, my friend. The same type of problems that Sixers fans are far too familiar with regarding Ben Simmons, they relate to Giannis too. Giannis is a much better version of Ben Simmons, same type of player. And Giannis will be leaving Milwaukee, and he will be going somewhere where he's number two because he can't handle the heat. He can't be a number one on a championship team. That's facts, and I knew that, and I had Miami coming out of the East, and that's what it looks like. But game four, the only logic that I had to picking Boston was, well, it's going to be a long series. So here's, here's my Boston pick. Stupid. I went right back to Miami. They hold a seven-point lead at half. We'll keep you updated on the live odds analysis. Jimmy Buckets, man. I'm happy for him, and it also makes me very angry because the Sixers should have him. Got rid of him because of the coach that they no longer have. They got rid of him because potentially a star they may no longer have. Mike D'Antoni seems like the leader in the clubhouse, so to speak, for the Sixers' new head coach, and there's all these rumors and reports that James Harden, in 18 years, is going to follow once he's out of that contract. That's a joke of a reason to hire a new head coach, but anyway. Jimmy Buckets and that team. Tyler Harrow looked like... Ray Allen and Reggie Miller and combination of all the best shooters of all time dropping 37, I think the number was, in game four. My goodness, he was balling. And that's bubble basketball. You don't have these young players where the moment's too big. All right, they're playing on the same floor every single night, whether they're the home, air quotes, or away, air quotes, team. Doesn't matter. Same floor. No fans. And what tips the scales in playoff basketball is the role players, the shooters, the guys off the bench. The stars are always going to give you that 20. Yeah, they may have an off night. They may choke down the stretch occasionally, yada, yada. I get that. We saw LeBron in 2011, and all all eyes were on him against Dallas. He's not MJ. He chokes. You have to say it like that, too. But you need the guys around your superstars to step up, elevate their games and win you a game or two every series and that's what's been happening for the Miami Heat every single series whether it's Duncan Robinson whether it's Tyler Harrow Goran Dragic has been playing out of his shoes first two games of this series I think he went for 20 and then 29 in game two that's what wins you series in the NBA and the Miami Heat lot of lot of time left 24 minutes of basketball still to play Elimination game for the Boston Celtics. They lose. They go into Cancun. So a lot can happen in the second half. We saw Jason Tatum drop 28 in the second half of last game. Still wasn't enough. Does he have that in him tonight? Doubt it. But we'll see. The live spread right now is three. The opposite way. Finally, this is what it should have been all week. The Miami Heat at halftime, three-point favorites. The total, 216. Money line one sixty-five in favor of Miami plus one thirty for Boston. I love my NBA talk and we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of it here tonight. But we're gonna do more NFL talk. Last week, week two against the spread. My record eleven and five. This week it will probably be five and eleven. But I'm gonna give you all of my picks. Hopefully I can repeat that performance for you, win some money. I talked a lot this week about week two, the favorites straight up, historically great in week two. 13 out of 14 favorites, I believe it was, either 13 to 14 or 14 to 15 favorites straight up, cashed underdogs, seven underdogs covered the spread in week two. And you look at the week three. I'm getting all choked up, man, talking NFL. You look at the week three slate. You look at the spread. You look at the odds. And you have that Jets-Colts game, and I've talked a lot already on this show, how I will never, ever take money out of my pocket, the couple quarters that I have in my pocket, and go bet on a Phillip Rivers-led team. The 38-year-old Phillip Rivers, all that man does is throw interceptions in key moments. That's all the man does. And every year, I feel like since I've been in seventh grade, everyone drinks the Kool-Aid for a Philip Rivers-led team. Oh, this is the year for the Chargers. This is it. They look good. Phillip Rivers, underrate it. What's he do? He goes out and throws four picks, a pick six in the fourth quarter. The guy's a joke. And yeah, I know the Jets are essentially the vetnor Pirates. But you're giving me 11.5. The Philly Godfather, who's made a healthy living doing this, joined me the other night, and he likes the Jets plus 11.5. Do I like the Jets plus 11.5? Got to keep it locked to find out. We'll break down all of the public money, what's the public doing for each game, what are the betting trends, what are the odds, what are the totals, what are some player props that we can jump on board with for NFL Sunday. We're going to dive into all of that right here on The Fix for the next three hours, South Jersey. This isn't a pre-recorded show from 12 hours ago. All right, we are live in studio. And I have a special announcement regarding the studio. We have a new partner for the show. Prop Swap. And I'm going to tell you all about Prop Swap as we will be coming to you live Monday to Friday every single night live from the Prop Swap studios on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Because Prop Swap is one of a kind, just like this show. There is no other company in the world that is like Prop Swap just like this show there's no other show in the world like the fix prop swap is essentially just to help you comprehend what they are they're the ebay of sports betting you go make a bet on the eagles to win the super bowl at plus 20 million odds (laughs) and in a couple weeks you can go list that ticket for sale if they win a couple games in a row, you can go list that ticket for sale as the live odds at that time will be different than the odds that you got them tonight, for example. And you can sell your bets. You can buy bets. There was a guy on Prop Swap just this past week who had a 10-team parlay. A lot of money line. But he sweated out a Chiefs money line victory by the skin of their teeth against the LA Chargers. He sweated out a couple other games. And all he had left was the Raiders at home Monday night against the Saints. Money line to win. He put $100 on a 10-team parlay. He sweated out a bunch of games on Sunday. And he said, "You know what? I'm going to list this ticket for sale." He listed it for $2,100. And someone swooped up and bought and bought that ticket right away. So now you have a ticket that you buy for 2100 to win, I think it was sixty-eight hundred and change. You're not going to get those odds at that time anywhere else in the world with any sports book in the world. So the buyer wins because he's getting value that he can't get anywhere else, and the seller wins. He didn't want to sweat out another game. He put a hundred dollars down on a long shot ten-team parlay. He walks with a $2,000 profit. And guess what? The buyer ended up winning as well with the Raiders winning outright. That value you don't get anywhere else in the world. And that's just one example of what PropSwap has to offer. So we'll be coming to you live from the PropSwap studios every single night. We're going to have a lot of fun. Live segments every Monday with one of the founders of PropSwap to give you the best insight in the sports gambling world there is. Let's go, baby. We're just getting started here on The Fix. Not just tonight, but in general. 609-601-3290. South Jersey, we live. Pick up the phone, call in. Who do you like this weekend? NBA title odds, college football underway. Pac-12 made the announcement yesterday, a seven-game season. Mountain West Conference is back. Let's go. We're taking a quick break. Much more here on The Fix.
3: The second level. Whose last name would you take as your own if you had to pick one? Asman, Desirian, or Shander? It's not Asman. Ron Asman? Yeah. I think you'd have to go Tony, right? Ron Shander isn't terrible. Ron Shander sounds like a real estate agent. Ron Daziri or Ronnie D. Ronnie D is yeah. great. Tony D, Ronnie D. You guys are a couple of
4: brothers out there. The
5: second level with Aton Shander. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
4: Malamut & Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut & Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut & Associates, South Jersey Jersey's best.
6: This is Joe Krause with this week's Financial Minute. One of the most important decisions you'll need to make when buying a home is choosing the length of your loan. Many banks and credit unions offer terms ranging from 10 to 30 years, with 15 and 30 being the most widely offered. Each of these options comes with its own set of pros and cons. Financial advisors agree that a 15-year mortgage is the best choice for those looking to maximize their savings over time by paying off the home and building equity faster. But since monthly payments on a shorter loan are higher, it can be more difficult to budget for them. On the other hand, a 30-year mortgage offers the convenience of lower monthly payments, which can help you if you're building your savings for emergencies and retirement while making payments. Need help finding the right mortgage option for you? Visit pfcu.com for more information. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours.
1: Heard it work? Go right now to injuredworkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now.
4: The secret is out about the award-winning Wycombe Public House. People travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings, nightly food specials, their turkey ball, and their homemade treats. Wycombe Public House is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts, including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery Tired Hands. So hop in the car and take a drive to Bucks County, because when you arrive at the Wycombe Public House, you'll know that you're home.
6: Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf where style meets performance. You know the feeling. Most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now, BostonScottGolf.com, use the code Harry, and save 20%
0: am 1490 sports betting radio is south jersey's home for my guys in the desert weekdays starting at five i'm brent musburger join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day we'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the sportsbook. that's my guys in the desert with me brent musburger right here on am 1490 sports betting radio you're home with a better network
2: It's a Friday football fix. How you doing? Fridays are fun, man. I'm excited. End of the week. I'm also a little sad because I'm not on the air now until Monday night. But there's so much to get into on a Friday. And I love coming on at night. You have NBA playoffs live while I'm on air. I'm watching it in studio. Just posted it up. It's Marcus Smart. What happened to that man? He's, he's been hitting threes like he's curry. 60 to 60. We have a tie ball game with just over eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Miami's up 3-1 in the series. We'll keep you updated there. 609-601-3290. 609-601-3290. Phone lines are open, South Jersey. What's on your mind? Give me a call. Don't be scared. Let's have some fun tonight, man. We got a lot to talk about. I'm going to give you my picks for the NFL. I'm going to give you what the public's doing. I'm going to break down each game. I'm going to give you a couple parlays that I like. And listen, parlays are for the fool, right? Parlays, the fool bet but you have some fun. You change it up. I just throw things out there and you can pick it up or you can throw it in the trash. Whatever you want to do with it doesn't matter. I'm just here to get you thinking a little bit. We're going to have a better bet segment. I'm going to give you some options. It's like an either or with player props, spreads, money line. So be sure to keep it locked right here for that later on. John McMullen's just about eight minutes away. Busy show for you, man. That's what we do. Live in the Prop Swap Studios. Coming to you live. And I don't know like here's the thing with NFL week 3. Is it going to repeat itself from week 2? I talked last night about NFL teams that are 2 and 0 currently and NFL teams that are 0 and 2. Who's the best 0-2 team? Who's the worst 2-0 and team? Out of all the underdogs on the slate for NFL Week 3, who's destined for a, a win outright? Out of all the favorites against the spread and straight up, who's destined for a letdown? And you look at some of the favorites, and all of the, all of the games in the NFL for Sunday, it's close. All right, the Falcons are 0-2 at home. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Bears. And the Falcons, I, I talked about this a little bit last night. I'll do it again. They're not that bad of a team. All right, it's just how they lose. Dan Quinn, the head coach, has been on the hot seat for what feels like 20 years But right now, there's no elite defense in the NFL. Show me an elite defense. Am I wrong? What team right now in the NFL, where you look at their defense, you say, Ooh, whoa, scary. <laughs> there isn't one. So Atlanta has a bad defense. Join the club. But I look at their quarterback. All right. I look at Matt Ryan. And yeah, the critics are out for him. Just like the critics are out for everyone with anything. But Matt Ryan's been balling through two games. Balling. And you look at the NFL MVP odds. Where is he? You have Russell Wilson plus 300, Lamar Jackson plus 500, Mahomes plus 500, Rodgers 800, Murray... 13-1, 13 to 1, Josh Allen 20 to 1, Cam 20 to 1, Dak 20 to 1. Matt Ryan's all the way down at 50 to 1. But he's playing at an elite level. He's the only quarterback. The Falcons are the only team with four different receivers on the same team that have already eclipsed the 100 yards receiving. And they're going up the t- uh, up against the 2 and 0 Bears team as I talk about who's for real, who's not. 0-2 versus 2-0. and Here's a prime example as these two teams go head-to-head, 1-0-2, 1-2-0. I think Chicago is not very good. I'm not sold on Trubisky. I'm not sold on that team as a whole. The Falcons, desperate for a win. The head coach realizes he needs to win to save his job. So that's a game right there. I'll lay the points. Even if you want to go money line, it's minus 180 for the Atlanta Falcons. Where's some other opportunity NFL Week 3? 609-601-3290. As far as what the public is doing for that 1 o'clock Sunday game, the Bears and the Falcons, 75% of the spread bets so far on the Atlanta Falcons. Which is interesting because then you look at the money line bets and 56% the other way on the Chicago Bears. And usually whatever the public is doing, when it's that large of a number, majority, an overwhelming majority, anything over 65% of what the public's doing, makes me a little uneasy. Because the books have to go against and root for whatever the opposite of what the public has decided. So when in doubt, I like to stand on the side of the sportsbooks teams. (laughs) But guess what? That's why I I still bring up NFL Week 2, and I'm really curious to see how NFL Week 3 goes, because if it's more of the same, what does that mean for Week 4? I I think I'm going to ride it out, and I think I'm going to go with the line of thinking that a similar type of week is going to occur, that what just happened with Week 2. There's so many more games to dive into. I still have to give you my picks. I still have to give you the better bets. Still have to go through player props. We still have to talk a ton of Eagles. Alshon Jeffrey. Discussed him last night on the football fix with Johnny Mack. Is he going to play? He wasn't expected to play until October, possibly even early November. Jalen Rager out. Reports say no for Alshon, but that could change. Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders has to step up. We're going to get in all that right here on the other side. Don't go anywhere!
0: The second level. Let's
2: go! For the fake
3: news, the third story, which is Jake Asman schooling you on a tweet I sent over the weekend. This is the result of that said tweet. I got to talk to the guy after you who tweeted out that a new name was going to be announced in 15 minutes. Did you see that Yeah, tweet? so I think Aton was making the joke basically being like, oh, we have a bad PR story. Well, let's announce a new name so no one's Thank talking you. about Darius Well, that was a bad joke. It went over my head. Yeah, he fooled you. See, I'm on Aton's level there. He was doing a little, like, joking troll being like, oh, watch them put out their name now. No one will talk about Darius Guys, We'll be talking about their new name. That was awesome and thank you jake asman look at that guy standing up for me and he said even i'm on his level jake asman is on the second level i was trying to bring you up there with that joke on friday i can't believe of all people you took it literally the
5: second level with Aton shander weekdays from 11 a.m to 1 p.m eastern
4: Finding the right lawyer for your legal issue can be a daunting task. Researching the internet, calling law firms, and trying to get a lawyer on the phone can all be a nightmare. And then you might not even find the right lawyer for your situation. My Lawyer Tree takes the hassle out of finding the right lawyer. Go to MyLawyerTree.com or call 1-833-LAW-TREE. That's MyLawyerTree.com or call 1-833-LAW-TREE and let them do the work for you. It's free, quick, and easy. My Lawyer Tree. When you need a good lawyer, now.
6: I'm Joe Krause with your Home Improvement Minute, presented by Russell Roofing and Exteriors. Potential upcoming storms may leave you and your family with unexpected roof damage or property damage. Russell Roofing is here with emergency services and wants you to consider these suggestions. Things you can do from the ground. Look for cracked, damaged, or missing shingles, moss, loose nails, and uneven or indented shingles. Inspect your gutters and downspouts for dents and an accumulation of roof granules. And when you have a question, call Russell Roofing at 215-887-7800 for answers. Inside your home. Take notice to water spots on the ceilings in your attic. Look for water damage in particular rings around the nails on the ceiling and feel to make sure there is airflow. And most important, don't delay. Go to RussellRoofing.com. Two S's, two L's. That's RussellRoofing.com. I'm Joe Krause with your Home Improvement Minute. I'll see you at home. Heard it work?
1: Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now.
4: Malamut & Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut & Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut & Associates, South jersey's best.
6: Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf where style meets performance. You know the feeling. Most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com Boston Scott Golf. Feel good. Play good and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now, bostonscottgolf.com, use the code HARRY and save 20%. AM
0: 1490 Sports Betting Radio is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brett Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the Sportsbook. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, your home with a better network.
2: Favorite part of every show. One of them. I lie once John McMullen's on, on hold. I talk him up. I say how great great the segment is. <laughs> oh, I kid. But John McMullen joins me every single night right here at ten thirty. Eagles insider. There's no other man you should listen to. No other man you should read about when it comes to Eagles talk. And that's why I have him nightly right here. And last night we talked a lot about Alshon Jeffrey. And that was a PR move, John, in my mind. That was like, well, here, Alshon practiced after Jalen Rager had surgery and after all the negativity that's being, you know, written about regarding the Philadelphia Eagles. And it looks like he's not going to play on Sunday.
5: No, he, he got me all excited there. I thought you were talking me up, and then you kind of dug Peterson me. And, I do. uh got- Got past with the uh, no, I, I, I mean, I, no, I, I, don't think it was a PR move because he's going to play uh, either um, next week, uh, week four or week five. So um, it was going to be October, uh, and and you know the hope was that it was a little ahead of schedule, maybe early uh, October. Uh, originally, it was going to be mid October. Uh, from what we're hearing. So uh he is a little bit ahead of schedule and, and and I I think it was more of a timing thing. He was never gonna play this week, which I kinda said yesterday on the show. Um but yeah it worked out that way. I think it gave people some hope because he was out there practicing, um which is interesting because the same people wanted him run out on a rail <laughs> before they needed a receiver, but now that they need a receiver, he's important again. So it's funny how that works out. But, yeah, I mean, I, the guy hasn't practiced since December of last year when he hurt his foot. So, I, I mean, he wasn't going to show up uh, on a Thursday and go through essentially a walkthrough on Friday and Saturday and, and, and then play on Sunday. Uh, so this was this is the ramp-up period. And, and maybe he's back for, for week four. Uh, definitely, I would say, back for Week 5. but uh, And that's good. I mean, they they need him on the field. I mean, that receiving position, and, and we talked about that yesterday as well, has been an abject disaster. If anything, it's been even worse than, than last season.
2: Yeah, it really has. And we, we joked about that last night as well. Like, you and I have done podcasts and shows all summer. And one thing that we've both agreed on was, well, it can't get any worse than last season. You know, the only positive is it can only go up from here. And we were
5: wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, we were, uh, you know, small sample size. I'm leaning on that. I, yeah. I I think ultimately after 16 games we'll look back no matter how many games they win and say ultimately the position improved a little bit from last year. But, yeah, it's tough. The The first two weeks it's tough to be worse than that group was last season, and they have been. But hopefully, you know, some of the younger receivers start to catch on, and we've talked about that a lot, and not having an off season, So it makes sense that it's a little bit difficult for them. And if you want to look at it that way, it's still really preseason for everybody. And I think things will get a little bit sharper, at least, as we go on throughout the season. But that's for everybody, not just the Eagles.
2: Yeah, the Eagles right now are four and a half point favorites at home. The public 50% both ways, dead even on betting the spread. Uh, so we'll see how that translates. The total, 47.5. Is it going to be a high scoring game, John? And we're going to get your score uh, prediction at the end of this segment. But what do you expect the style of this game to look like?
5: Boy, I, 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 you know, I, I expect the Eagles, I'd I call this the identity bowl because neither of these two teams have an identity and they're trying to search for one. Um and I think from the Eagles standpoint they almost have to lean on Miles Sanders. Uh especially, you know, not only because of the way Carson Wentz has been playing, but now you have all the injuries at the receiver position as well, uh, on top of it. So in theory Uh, you would think it would be a a little bit easier um, to just rely on Miles Sanders. He kind of proved himself uh, outside the fumble. Um, And if you look at Cincinnati, I mean, they're 30th in the NFL uh, uh, against the running game on defense. So they're giving up about 185 yards a game. So, I mean, I, I I would look to Miles Sanders and say, hey, we got to, we got to right the ship and if that means boring just run the football just just get out of there with a win
2: yeah and i think one of my fears is you know Doug Peterson traditionally under the uh, in the Peterson era for the Philadelphia Eagles traditionally when their backs are really against the wall they figure out a way to get a win and hopefully that tradition continues on sunday uh, but i fear that it's a, it's a little bit of a prove-it game, um, like from per, the perception of fans and the media. So I just fear that Doug and Carson are going to try and, you know, get him to have a really big day, him being Carson. to, Oh, look, he threw four touchdowns, we're back, just stop with all the, the negativity and Carson can't play in year five talk.
5: Well, I mean, I think that's a possibility to happen. I mean, if you look at it, and I always talk about the mean, and usually people talk about hot streaks and regressing to the mean. Well, in Carson Wentz's case, he's got a pro to the mean. So, uh, I mean, he's been so bad. Uh, arguably the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. I mean, that's not him. Um, he's got too much talent. And, and at, at some points, Um, he's going to figure it out. And maybe it is as simple as no offseason, no preseason, um, and all that nonsense, and this is his preseason. Uh, I'm concerned about the mechanics, though. Uh, But even from that standpoint, again, there's too much talent. He's going to make some plays. I mean, if you look at the best quarterback in this league right now, Probably most people would default to Patrick Mahomes. You have a few Lamar Jacksons, maybe some Russell Wilsons thrown in, still some Aaron Rodgers, especially the way he started. But those are the guys in the conversation. And, you know, if you think about it, every single one of them has poor mechanics. (laughs) I mean, even Rodgers. Uh, So if you... Kind of look at the modern NFL. It's about, for lack of a better term, sandlot football and just making plays, extending plays, a cheap plug, Saturday morning, 10 to 11, <laughs> on a AM 1490. But uh, that's what it's about. So I, I can't sit there and say, okay, Carson's not perfect when it comes to footwork because superstars aren't perfect when it comes to footwork. And they seem to find ways to make plays. So I, I think it's come down to that with him. Just, you know, kind of shut off the white noise and just go out and make some plays.
2: The one thing the Eagles cannot allow to happen on Sunday at 1 p.m. at the link is blank.
5: Uh, I get Joe Burrow comfortable uh, and and really slinging it early, uh, and and settling in because remember, no fans again. So we've we've talked about this home field advantage doesn't exist now. The NFL is kind of changing rules because they want to create a home field advantage. So this whole season is kind of hinky and um,
2: not saying
5: there. Well, <laughs> I, I, that's. You can use Sam for that because he's kind of hanky as well in in two ways. But um, they're going to let home teams uh, use more noise. And and, uh, they had cut it off at about, I think it was 70 decibels, which isn't that much. It wasn't affecting road teams at all. And they're going to let them ramp it up and we'll see if it makes a difference because so the, will the league be is trying <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> well i think that was a fox thing but they're going to pump in uh louder noise and and maybe that affects uh and not just us in Philadelphia but all over the NFL uh and they're trying to create that home field advantage again because it is it's just weird and uh but i i mean Look, you see it in baseball, you see it in basketball. It's going on right now um, in the playoffs in the NBA. I mean, this whole year is just, it's not a typical year, and people either accept it or they don't. And you're either going to put an asterisk on it or you're not. But the way I look at it is everybody's under the same uh, rules, so you got to make do, and the Eagles haven't done that yet some
2: player props i want to run through with john McMullen here on the fix every night at ten thirty. um carson wentz over under one and a half touchdowns does he get two three passing touchdowns on sunday
5: yeah i think I, i'm going over i for just what i said he can't continue to play this poorly i uh, just can't um and and ultimately even so I said the Eagles should run the football. We can all be honest. It is Doug Peterson; he's going <laughs> to default to the passing game. And, and while the receivers um, are banged up, I mean Deshaun's going to be out there at some point. You got to get him more involved. They did in the second half uh, against the Rams. Plus, you still have Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Although <clears throat> I am concerned with with Zach Ertz in this contract situation. This is getting bad. And um, it's going to go one of two ways. He's going to be out of here by the trade deadline, or he's going to tell his agent just forget about it until after the season. But he's got to make a decision and, and kind of decide and uh, how he wants to handle this.
2: Well, okay, so let's let's talk about that for a second because I asked you last night. These days run together, but I I asked you about the Earth situation. If you had any updates, and um, you know you're. With the pandemic, you're not as close to the situation. You're not in the locker room, you know, how, how you typically cover the team with the pandemic. Uh, but have you learned anything new with Ertz in and, and that contract situation, or that's just your intuition saying this is not getting any better?
5: Well, it, it, the, the part that it's not getting any better is not intuition. Yeah, we, we do not um, – um, you know, Zach and I kind of explained. I think it was yesterday on the show I explained – you know, he's a guy who talks every week, and and we haven't gotten to talk to him, which tells you a lot. I mean, that raises a red flag, um, because he's not the kind of guy that's going to hide from the media, and if we were in the locker room, he couldn't hide from the media, but because of the situation, uh, he is, is able to steer clear uh, of Zoom sessions, so that's number one. That kind of raises a red flag, and now... Everyone heard, and there's a number of players witnessed it. And um, uh, the the sort of I don't want to call it a blow up, but I've called it an animated conversation he had uh, with Howie Roseman on the field in practice one day, uh, to the point where Doug Peterson and Jeffrey Lurie had to come over as well. Um, and then from before, I know, if you go back, and I think a lot of people forget, if you go back to the playoff game in January, Ertz should not have played in that game from a physical standpoint with a broken rib and a lacerated kidney. And I think hindsight being twenty twenty. I mean, that's just Zach. He's trying to help the team. He's trying to get him over the hump. He's trying to do everything possible. And he's looking at that saying, look what I did for this organization. And they're not showing any reciprocation to that. And that's kind of how he feels right now.
2: Yeah, and that's um, it's a little bit surprising, especially with how Jeffrey Lurie handles um, certain players, the guys that he really likes, Jason Peters, Darren Sproles in the past, and, I don't know. I guess they're, you know, from a financial and a business standpoint, I understand it. You have this guy in Dallas Goddard who seems to be just as good potential wise, if not, maybe even better. Who knows? We don't know that yet. And Zach Ertz is going to be demanding a lot of money, which he deserves. But um, an unfortunate situation. We know Ertz is close uh, close to Wentz. How does that impact the quarterback? Um, so a lot there. There's certainly a lot there, and, and we're going to keep. Our uh, eyes close to that situation. Miles Sanders, John, a combined rushing and receiving total yards on Sunday, over or under a hundred and nine and a half?
5: Well, I, I'm definitely going over there for exactly the reason I said. I mean, Cincinnati is thirtieth in the league through two weeks, uh, stopping the run. Uh, so number one, uh, and you know, Miles is is a, if you look at it, I mean, that was his. First game, and, and remember, uh, he didn't have virtually any training camp because he hurt his hamstring early uh, in the process, and he still had about, what was it, 90 yards rushing plus another 30-something receiving. So uh, ultimately, you think that's the first game, and now he's he's gotten a little bit more conditioning under his belt. He's facing a team that's not nearly as well equipped when it comes to stopping the run. So uh, that has to look very positive to, to, to go over on that number.
2: One thing that Joe Burrow has shown he can do pretty well, it's only a two-game sample size, but run for first downs, extend plays, get out of the pocket. I mean, on DraftKings, he has a a total of twenty three yards over under, and for a quarterback, a rookie quarterback, it's not bad um How important is keeping Burrow in the pocket going to be on Sunday, and what can the Eagles do to limit those you know five yard gains on a third and five where Burrow takes off and runs
5: yeah i I mean that's difficult and and that's one of those things because he's he's going to be sneaky with that and and you're not going to look at him a lot like Aaron Rodgers and the fact that look you know certain quarterbacks Lamar Jackson being the most notable uh Russell Wilson over the years you know those guys can kill you running the football uh if you don't pay attention and and you don't do what you're supposed to do um with Aaron Rodgers somebody like that it's always been okay uh you, you really got to concentrate on, on stopping the passing game. But he's also tremendously, has been tremendously mobile. And it would be two, three times a game, he would just kill you with that back-breaking third-down run. Um, and that's what makes it difficult. And, and not saying, Joe, is that, or, or is he even going to turn into that, but I don't think he's the type of quarterback where you can just focus on the running game. That's sort of, you've got to pick your poison, and you just got to do your best and try to play as disciplined as possible. But um, you've got to worry about the passing game when it comes to him more than the running game.
2: Uh, the secondary, talk about that, the linebackers and lack thereof. <laughs> What's the final update heading into Sunday?
5: Well, yeah, I mean, they're talent deficient at, at at linebacker, and that's not changing. Obviously, this is not talent acquisition season, as Howie Roseman would call it. So these are the guys you're going to run with, and I, I suppose you can shuffle around and say, well, maybe T.J. Edwards should play more than Duke Riley or vice versa. Um, maybe Nate Gary, um shouldn't be out there, but... He's going to be out there. So uh, I know he's not a fan favorite, but uh, again, when we talk about the mean and they played so poorly last week, you hope you, you, you move up and you're probably not going to play that poorly again. Although we said that about the receivers, no guarantee of that. Um, But you would think there would be some improvement. And remember, where Zach Taylor came from, the coach of the Bengals. I, I mean, he learned under Sean McVay. He wants to do a lot of similar stuff. Now he he hasn't he doesn't have the same talent to pull it off just yet. Uh, as far as all the misdirection and things mm-hmm. like that, uh, but he saw what Sean was able to do to the Eagles and uh to make them undisciplined and he's going to try to do that himself i don't i don't think there's any question about that
2: fletcher cox uh he was on the practice field doesn't look like he's a go um if you just want to touch on fletcher one more time
5: yeah well that i mean he he could still he's going to be a game time decision most likely um uh, and he was able to get on the practice field today. So I, I kind of said yesterday on the show, if they leave it up to Fletcher, he's going to play. Uh, so this will be a decision where if they're concerned uh, that his oblique could develop into a, a multi-week injury, they're probably going to hold him back and make that decision maybe Saturday, but more likely uh, game time. Uh, but if they leave it up to him, just like I was explaining with Zach Ertz in the playoffs, Lane Johnson in week one, if they leave it up to those types of guys, they're going to try and play, and Fletcher's in that category.
2: What are some key matchups uh, to watch and look for on Sunday, if you want to run through you know, two or three?
5: Well, I think the biggest for the Eagles, I think the way they could get hurt, if you look at the Cincinnati receivers, uh, AJ Green, 6'4, uh, T Higgins, rookie from Clemson, is 6'4, uh, Tyler Bull- Boyd is about 6'2. Uh, they have really tall, really big receivers. And if you contrast that with the Eagles' corners, um, there, there's a matchup problem, especially if you get into the red zone, especially if Joe is, is clicking uh, on those back shoulders and fades and things like that. Uh, the Eagles could have a problem, just the sheer size uh, of their receivers. So that would be my biggest concern uh, from a defensive standpoint uh, for the Eagles. Um When you look at offense, as I said, I I mean, you kind of look at Cincinnati and everything's a small sample size. But right now they're 30th, as I mentioned, against the run and 7th against the pass. So I don't know if that's sort of a chicken and the egg thing. In other words, it's so easy to run the ball against them. Nobody bothers passing because they're just gashing them. Uh, or they're actually a little bit better uh, than people expected against the pass. But that's why I say the Eagles should, should, certainly at least early, should rely on Miles Sanders, and then hopefully if you get that running game open, and it, it allows you some room to get the receivers involved.
2: John McMullen, NFL Eagles insider. You can catch him every night right here on AM 1490 on The Fix at 1030 and on Extending the Play every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Follow him on Twitter at dot phillyvoice.com, and si.com is where you can find all of John's work. John, we're going to need a score, uh, a, a prediction. Uh, and I,
5: I, I, hey, Ryan, yeah. what is that? Fool me once, same on me. Fool me twice, same on you. Fool, fool me three times, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm picking <laughs> the Eagles again. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I'm 0-2 so far. I don't see how they lose to this team. If they do lose to this team, I mean, let's just call off the rest of the season. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be easy either. Uh, and I don't think it's going to be uh, a splashy, high-scoring game. So I got 23-17 Eagles.
2: 23-17 Eagles, says John McMullen And Carson Wentz, any interceptions? Does he have a zero in the interception column?
5: Ah, uh, no. Uh, William Jackson's playing well. Mackenzie Alexander's playing well. He'll probably throw one. But it probably won't be a backbreaker. I'll say that.
2: All right. As long as it's not a backbreaker and as long as this team can figure out a way to get into the win column. But John McMullen says the Eagles win. Ugly. A big day from Miles Sanders and a couple touchdowns thrown by Carson Wentz and I hope he's correct John have a good Friday night and uh, we'll see what happens Sunday and make sure you tune in to John tomorrow morning right here at 10am All right, thanks Ron appreciate it absolutely John McMullen everyone he's 0 for 2 he says he's 0 for 2 but hopefully he can get in the win column and more importantly the Eagles can get in the win column on Sunday. It's not going to be easy. Bengals have those big wide receivers. They, you know, since he gets the ball first, they get on the board, then all of a sudden, some pressure on the Eagles. Establishing the run becomes more difficult. We'll find out Sunday, week three, at the link, 1 p.m. One hour already in the books here on the fix. Two more hours to go. Give you a Boston-Miami update, NFL picks, much more. Stay tuned the second level. What the hell happened with the Houston Rockets? Just more disappointment.
3: Again, 104? The Thunder are not going to score points. 104? Last night in the NBA was such a split, was such a dichotomous night in which you had another underperforming, underachieving effort by the Houston Rockets in a closeout scenario where that game was gift-wrapped All they had to do was just hit shots. That's it. Oklahoma City was not keeping up. If they put up 110, 115, OKC doesn't get an extra six or eight points out of tempo. That was it. That was all they could muster. And you barely, just barely cracked the century mark against a team that last time out shot themselves in the foot faster than Plexiglas Burris in a nightclub. The
5: second level with Aton Shander. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
6: DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Muhlbrunner.
3: A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage
6: to, to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money, and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215 354 That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a
3: fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive.
6: We do not charge a fee. Let Val Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Mulebrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. My name is Frank Halber, and I serve as president of Ask Me Local 1637. Every day, countless lives are devastated in our country at the hands of the opioid epidemic. Whether sparked by a pain-related work injury or other issues, many of those afflicted are family members, friends, and co-workers. It may even be you in desperate need of help. No one is immune to the effects of this terrible epidemic. If you or someone you know or love is suffering from addiction to opioids or other substances, Don't wait another day to reach out to someone and seek help. I have personally felt the pain that this epidemic inflicts, and I beg of you to tell a friend, a
1: family. You're hearing AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio.
2: Listen online at 1490sportsbettingradio.com.